beyond infinity. The Vice President of the United States back in late March announced that uh, America is going to get back to the surface of the moon with people within five years, by 2024. Now, whether that happens or not, there's been lots of claims about trying to get back there and uh, people have in some ways got used to being disappointed that after all, it's been 50 years mm. of waiting since uh, since Armstrong first landed, first set foot in 1969, July 69. In fact, that's a, that anniversary is coming up uh, in the next couple of months, yeah. two months' time. That, that That's 50 years since the first man set foot on another celestial body. Vice President Pence is saying that uh, Americans will be back there by 2024. And if he does succeed, or if, if that claim comes true, it'll be uh, possibly uh, with the help of the company owned by Amazon's founder, Jeff Bezos. It's called Blue Origin. It, a bit like SpaceX, has been uh, developing recyclable uh, rocket launches, and this saves money because if, if you don't just throw away the, the booster part of a rocket and you recycle that, which is what, what uh, Blue Origin does, with its, uh, it's got two rockets, a new Shepard and a new Glenn. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's a big rocket, heavy lift rocket, and the other's a small, smaller like the Falcon 9. They do their work to get uh, the payload to orbit, and then they safely land, and, uh, and that's been done uh, many times by both companies, by SpaceX and Blue Origin. So Jeff Bezos has come out, and there's a great YouTube presentation that he did a few days ago. It did a few things. It talked about his the reason why we need to get into space, that we've got finite resources on Earth, uh, that we can't afford to pollute the planet anymore, mm-hmm. that we need to develop the technologies, the kind of so-called gateway technologies that will allow us to to switch manufacturing and polluting industry into orbit mm. or onto the moon or away from the planet so yeah. that the planet can recover and be this sort of pristine, beautiful place that it, it is and that we safeguard it and we continue with industry, we continue with the, the, the rapid increase in population, but we do that with a capability to get into space to so to populate the solar system. We've sort of we've doubled our population in the last what sixty years or something, isn't it? Yeah, so it's, we've, it's, we it's went from about three and a half billion in the sixties or something up mm. to you know around about the seven billion now. So mm. and essentially uh, having to sort of take over more land around the world, mm. so there's you know fewer forests or there's uh, people logging and, and and then I mean I know we're building up these days, but we're running out of you know water and with climate change there's other effects with yep. uh, rising you know water. That taking over the coastal regions. And when you have a country like China with 750 million people who've, who've come out of agrarian poverty within the last 25 years mm. and are now living in the sort of first world infrastructure they've built over there incredibly quickly, there is an environmental cost of, of, of doing that, of yeah. that achievement. And the microplastics that we're putting into um, into the water systems as well are no good for you know, the fish and then, the, you know, which gets into the food chain. So, yeah, I guess if we can move it uh, into outer space, we, we take out that uh, potential harm that could happen. So he's talking about the reasons why we need to go to space to save the planet, to provide somewhere for the growing population to live. He showed all these graphics of these incredible sort of space habitation places that are in orbit. They're under domes and they're beautiful and mm-hmm. they're sort of, you know, kind of utopian science fiction. And he admits he doesn't even know how they'll be built. But he says that these are, these are the challenge of future generations is to build them. But what he's doing is providing the gateway. The gateway is to have reusable rocket technology, mm-hmm. which can get you there in an affordable, repeatable way. Sure. He sort of sees that as his role. It's, it's a good presentation. It goes for about 50 minutes. I've actually posted it to our Twitter feed. You can get that 
on our website, beyondinfinity.com.au. You can watch that video for yourself and, and draw your own conclusions. Towards the end of the event, he pulled the curtain up at the back of the stage and lo and behold, a full-scale mock-up of a lunar lander so that the Blue Origin lunar lander, apparently they've been working on it quietly for the last few years and they've got a full-scale mock-up. And it's an interesting variation on the uh, Apollo lunar lander because it can have an ascent stage on it. If you've used it to transport people to the surface of the moon, they can then leave using the upper stage, which is exactly what they did with Apollo. Mm -hmm. Or you can use that payload area, which is sort of the, the upper half, so on the deck of the landing section of the of the lander mm -hmm. uh, which has a, an engine underneath it a throttleable engine which is exactly what apollo used and one of the reasons i didn't realize this bezos explained it very well is when you're landing on the moon you're burning the fuel that is changing your weight as you go down so you need a throttleable rocket engine to land on the surface oh, of the moon. yes yes and that's quite a difficult thing to achieve they did it with hypergolic chemicals so fuels that when combined explode you don't need a, you don't need any kind of ignition system you just literally open the the valve between these two substances and they explode mm -hmm. uh, and and that can be throttleable and they use that same material to get off the moon as well bezos is using um i think he's using a hydrogen based fuel and and one of the reasons for doing that it's an efficient it's it's uh, volatile but it is an efficient fuel for a rocket engine and also can you can potentially source that fuel on the surface of the moon so oh, you, you can carry you, some water or something well, well you yeah. can get moon you can get water off the moon yeah. so they're talking about landing at near one of the poles of the moon where there's dark craters that have got uh, water frozen in the bottom of them mm -hmm. and they could tap into that and potentially make fuel so that's one of the reasons why that's a favored fuel to use for the lunar lander that payload deck could either have a return stage for people to leave the moon. Uh, it could also have rovers on it, which get craned, mm -hmm. dropped down from the, the top of this deck of the lander uh, down onto the surface of the moon, apparently up to four rovers at a time. And then the other thing would be a, a large rover with a, a habitation module and wheels. And that would also get craned off the, the deck and drop down to the surface. So, look, lots of things to be solved with this. Yeah. And amazing if this could be, you know, reach sort of a, a, a usable form within five years to, to marry up with uh, Vice President Pence's objective of getting, getting Americans back to the moon. But it's, it's a clear piece of hardware that is in development it's got different size tanks depending on the purpose depending on whether it's going to be taking off again whether it's uh, what what its cargo is it can be configured in different ways but it's very interesting so this was only a few days ago that bezos made this announcement and his rival with tesla and this is elon musk he has tweeted a picture of the lander and instead of saying blue moon which was the name that bezos gave to his lunar lander musk has scratched out uh, blue moon and called it blue balls so there's a bit of rivalry between those tech entrepreneurs Elon musk wants to go to mars and set up uh, everything over there and, yeah you know bezos is only shooting for the moon yeah that's right and and look maybe he thinks that it can't be achieved i'm not sure exactly why musk has, has chosen to take aim but there's a bit of rivalry there maybe maybe a healthy thing but that is the plan from the v vice president of the states to get people back to the moon or the surface of the moon mm. by 2024 and uh, jeff bezos has a craft in the pipeline which he's busy developing at uh, blue origin so we'll, we'll see what happens with that thanks for listening We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media. 
Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.